Hello everyone and welcome to the very very special episode of Money Magic Says What? Alright, so we have a special guest here today and the special guest that I have now currently is actually my husband. Alright, so if I sound a little bit nervous, a little bit awkward, it's because I've never ever done a podcast beside him. Um, in fact, I mean he has heard me talking to myself a lot in my entire marriage lah. But to do a, a true podcast, right, something that I publish on Spotify, is not something that I'm very used to it with having him beside me. Oh my gosh, right? So I might sound a little bit different today, so bear with me, right? But, 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 uh, for those of you who know us, right, and our marriage is like uh, me and my husband are opposite poles altogether, right? He's the North Pole, I'm the South Pole, all right? So like, in case you can't tell, I'm definitely the quieter one. Oh, no, I mean, I'm definitely the noisier one, and he's definitely the quieter one, all right? So now let's try to hear his voice. And please say hello. Hi, everyone. So you see, his voice is like super precious. <laughs> okay, so let me do a quick introduction about who he is exactly. Alright, so my husband's name is Nazrul. He's currently a scrum master at one of the MNCs in Singapore. Alright, so um, what, are we, what Nazrul is going to be sharing today is the fact that um, the importance of being prepared. Because um, there's a lot of things that we went through in life um, that causes us to, to, you know, to take a step back and do some reflections on our decision making and our finances. And um, I think his habits are about um, savings first and then spend later is a very much good habit that even I myself um, am greatly influenced from him. Okay, because I'm definitely much a spender first and then save, right? Um, and I'm very thankful to have him here with me to actually share uh, with us uh, firstly his thought process, his mindset. What does he do when he first got his pay? And you know, what are the challenges that he has been facing so far um, you know, in life? That, that caused him to be who he is and where he is today. Alright, so... Darling, are you ready? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> I got no choice, ah. It's a Sunday night, right? And, you know, his wife uh, is entertaining him. Already, he's entertaining his wife to do the podcast. Okay, but now, uh, the first question I want to ask you, right, is... So, because I know your habits about your Excel sheets, and his Excel sheets are crazy, I tell you. So, share with us, what do you do uh, when you receive your income every single month? Okay, so I actually have uh, a plan for how I would spend my money every single month when payday comes, right? Mm-hmm. And when I first get it, uh, I take care of my financial obligations first. All right. There's a few things I take care of. Uh, firstly, I what I do is I take a portion of my money and mm-hmm. I set it aside for a rainy day. It's about 20 to 25% of my uh, take-home salary. So you save first. So that's the... Yes. Okay. yes. Take, you, you always save first and then you figure out how you want to allocate the rest. Okay. Right? So for the rest of my salary, usually what I do is uh, I have some uh, fixed expenses mm-hmm. that, I, that I spend on. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, I give the monthly stipend to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, thank you. And my parents. <laughs> right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our monthly uh, joint account expense, uh, joint expense account. Yep. Right? Uh, and then that I share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have uh, our son's CDA mm-hmm. account Correct. for his school uh, school fees, right? Mm. So actually, it's a lot of to keep track of, right? In, yep. in terms of planning. So actually, I put it as part of my budget allocation mm. in uh, in my spreadsheet, right? Mm. So every month when I get my salary, I just go from first item, second item, third item, mm. fourth item, and then I'm like, I have a, a the list of items right. on on the screen, and then I have my like internet banking on my phone, and then that's what I do it, right? Okay. Then uh, sometimes you know when you get your salary after you you uh, put money aside and then you. Uh, put money uh, for your fixed expenses, right? Mm-hmm. 
then I realized I also get a little bonus because sometimes I have unspent amount carried over from previous months. Okay. But most of the times I also have uh, a bit. Uh, I overspend a bit on my credit card. Yep. Right? Yep. So which basically I will pay off using the the next month's uh, salary. Okay. Um. Actually, I have, I well, as you are sharing, right? I have a few questions I wanted to ask. Because you mentioned the first thing you do is to save some aside from rainy days, right? How how much? I mean, right? What's your definition of rainy days? Because for financial planners, our definition is usually three to six months of expenses. But what about yourself? How do you? What makes you feel safe? That you know, for for a rainy day. Okay, so um, I like I said right. I have I have a spreadsheet that tells me how much to put money aside. Yep. Right. Yep. For uh, when I get my uh, payday. Mm, mm. At the same time, uh, I also have a plan for, what if there is you know a season of rainy days, right? Okay. And how much money can I really spend, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Because I don't think you know it's uh justifiable for me to spend the same amount of money mm. that I would spend today uh, with uh, a fixed income, mm. right? When, mm. when, I, when I run out of income or when there's some issues uh, financially from my side. So usually I w- what I would do is I would look at each item and mm. I ask myself, is this something that I need, right? Mm. Or is this something that I want, mm. right? If it's a need, then most likely I would have uh, to keep uh, spending on it, right? Mm. Uh, basically, it's for survival, right? For family, those okay. kind of things I need, right? Then there'll be ones, right? Now those things like, you know, you want to uh, go for a nice meal outside, those mm. kind of things, right? And mm. then uh, I also have a car that I spend on. That's mm. also un- un- under my ones. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. So in your Excel sheet, you actually have a different... You actually segregate your expenses into needs and wants. Yes, I do. Ah, and that's how you determine your emergency fund. Correct. So your emergency fund is excluding the wants. Yes. Alright, okay. Ah. Uh, well, like, like today I have I have a car, right? Yes, we have yes, a car, right? Yes. So, so I, I I can't say I know I don't pay for the car. Yes, yes, correct. So, so happens, that's right? like that's like a so need lah. It, it's actually a want in my in my list. Ah, okay. Right, because we don't really need a car. Correct, right? correct. Uh, we can get by with public transport. So mm. it, it's it's something that uh you know you 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 just can't uh you know get rid of in terms yep. of liabilities, correct. right? Correct. So so when when I consider my uh, you know, liquidity uh, in terms of emergency uh, available funds, I mm. do consider the cost of the car. Mm. Not at the full rate that I have yep. today, right? Yep. But of course, we've reduced usage. Ah, uh, okay. So you, you put the car as a want rather than a need. Yes. Because in a touch in the event of change of lifestyle, that will be the one of the first to, to be managed about. Lah. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. You see, the difference is people like me will put the car as a need. Alright, now, mm. uh, you talk about budgeting and you talk about little bonuses, right? If you were to not exceed your expenses, like last month or something. Uh-huh. Do you have any track, like, do you track it every day or, you know what I mean? Like, how do you track your budget? Like, do you have an app or you just have, put it like, every month I'll put this amount in my bank. If it finishes, means I exit. You know? uh, I used to track it, like, uh, on an event basis. Basically, you know, you you go to 7-Eleven. Yeah, you buy that's a lot of discipline there. That's... And then it, it became something that I, I, you know, got a little bit lazy at after, some, uh, after some time, right? Correct. Because initially you get excited, you use it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, after a while you're like, you know, why am I spending one hour of my time every to record week everything, to record right. everything? Uh, so, uh, what I did was that, uh, excuse me, I, I just set aside money, right? Uh-huh. But uh, at the same time, I also track, right? I don't, I don't track it like on a daily basis and okay. then I don't see... The allocation, but I know that for example, every month I would have X amount of money to spend, mm, right? Correct. So by the first week of the month, 
I can see if I'm overspending, <laughs> ah. and I adjust accordingly. So every week I will see if I'm overspending. Okay, okay. Based on the amount left in my bank and the amount that's charged to my credit card. I think that's really much manageable than recording every day of your expenses, right? Of course. I think that's, that's high level. Okay, so uh, currently, how much percentage do you like allocate between your wants and your needs? Um, honestly, I don't allocate, but I know there there are some advocates for, you know, uh, oh. how much percentage. You know, there. Or, or what's yours? What's you, yours? Um, on a percentage basis lah. What I found was I mine is probably about where I should be, <laughs> so that's a good news, right? Uh, it's at sixty percent needs and forty percent wants. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, and you uh, and your savings is under the needs, right? Um, right. my savings is uh separated from my expenses. Ah, all right. So actually, okay. this is this is basically the percentage of the money I whatever you spend after ah, saving. Ah, understand. Yeah, okay. that's, that's why the concept of saving first is important because mm. saving is not a need or a want. This is some money you put aside, and then you consider your expenses separately. Now see, that's a that's an important and interesting mindset that even I myself, uh, you know, only learned about it in the last few years. Okay, um, and and speaking of expenses, right? What is your like biggest expenses you have so far? Don't tell me, don't tell them your wife lah, alright? And how do you go about planning for it? Uh, it actually, it actually is the car that we talked about, right? Uh, it was something that we bought uh last year. Yep. Right. Yeah. Sometime late last year. Uh, and in order to save for it, um, uh, I actually saved uh quite a considerable amount of my, uh, salary, salary right? Mm-hmm. Every month. Uh, and basically, uh, the good thing was that uh. I got a nice little mid year bonus, right? Mm, Even yep. though in the pandemic here, it was, uh, you know, a, a nice little thing for the company to do for me, uh, and basically that really helped uh, mm. towards the down payment of the car, Correct. right? Because, uh, today, uh, with uh the income that we're having, yep. uh, we don't have an issue, you know, maintaining uh, the mm. cost of a car, the upkeep right. of a car, right. but it was mostly the the down payment. Yep. So I think that the bonus definitely helped there. I do agree because uh, that, that I was with him when he was planning for it, and to be fair, I think, uh, it, for for those of you who doesn't know, um, I think the the car is actually fully on him mainly, right? So, in that case, I do feel a bit safer, because uh, touch wood, if anything happens to one of us, it's still manageable, right? Uh, I mean that that's personally what I feel, and I think it he's very conservative or or the planning on the car aspect so far. And yeah, uh, I, I can see the effort that he did when um when planning for the down payment lah. Because the loan interest is pretty high, right? For a car? For well, actually, we got a good what? rate. We got 1.98, we, right? We got a 1.68, I think. Oh, 1.68, yeah. I think, I think it was 1.68. Oh, yeah, 1.68. I remember why? Because that was cheaper than uh, many student loans that my client was having. <laughs> yeah, okay. But that aside, uh, go study, yeah, don't buy a car. Alright, now, uh, okay, but you know, before that, right, I, th- I think you and I know that we have some challenges that we yeah. face financially, emotionally, uh, our weight, okay, no. But challenges, right, that we face financially. So, I mean, share with share with the. I mean, I I believe that you're okay to share with them. Like, uh, how have you faced the financial challenges so far, and how do you overcome it? Because many a times people always see the good side, right? Um, and I think, um, beneath all the you know all the underlying issues, also underlying issues, but before all the relief comes some obstacles. So what are the obstacles that, you know, financial challenges that you face, and how do you actually overcome it? Okay. So um I got uh I started a work about uh 2011 right uh, mm. sometime mid 2011 right after I graduated and, and I was a saver right basically yep. back then I was already saving a large amount of my salary you know like 
a graduate salary isn't uh, that much to begin yep. with back then, right? So imagine saving a large part of that salary going forward. And, <coughs> excuse me, so uh, a few years down the road, around 2016, right? Uh, I actually got laid off in my first yeah. job, right? Uh, it was part of a series of laid offs in my organization because they were doing a bit of re right? Correct. They were they were trying to uh, reduce, you know, some expenses uh, with the, with uh, the department that I'm in. Mm. Um, and you know the saying, when it rains, it pours, right? I know, right? Tell them about what happened on the day that you... So, you got, you, you so I remember the, the, the weekend uh, before that, we went to meet... Uh, yeah. We went to meet a banker. Correct, correct. Right? So we actually just signed our renovation loan. Yep. Uh, and then I think the week before, we just collected... The house keys. The house keys as well. Yes. Uh... And uh, basically, uh, when you collect your house keys, right, yeah. uh, from HDB, the, what they would do is they would wipe out the entire uh, yeah. ordinary account. I think now they don't do that. Now, now they don't. Now they can right? actually put in first 20,000 to yeah. not wipe off, right? Yeah. yeah. But at our time, it was zero lah. As so, clean as a baby's pampers. So, so basically, you know, like, once one... And, and, and the repayment for um, our, uh, you know... HDB, mortgage, right? right? HDB, HDB mortgage was through the CPF, Correct. right? It was, it was on mine because yes, you don't have CPF. Because I was self As a self-employed, yeah. you're not a CPF. And, and then there was like, you know, basically a source of repayments was gone, yes. right? And then Correct. the income was gone, right? Correct. So so then it, uh, it, it just, you know, made the whole situation a lot worse, right? Yes. And then we just got married recently as well. Back then, right? Back then, uh, I think it was about uh, uh, about uh, nine months six ago. Months, yeah. Eh, nine months, nine months ago. About nine months ago, correct, right? Correct. Uh, that happened in April. We got married in August. Around there lah. February, nine. April. Around yeah. nine, right? Right. right. So, you know, um, when you get married, a lot, large part of your savings actually goes towards the marriage, right? The, the weddings, you know, yes. the expenditures, you know. <laughs> and the honeymoon. And the, and the honeymoon, yeah. you know. Um... That, that even reminds me, we even spent money on honeymoon. We went on honeymoon. Oh yeah, there's a crazy months, honeymoon, right? yeah. <laughs> so, so then you see, like, uh, there was a lot of money that was already spent, right? Mm. And I didn't have enough time to replace it mm. before uh, I got it off. Right? But fortunately, I still had a bit of money left, right? It wasn't a lot, yep, right? It, yep. wasn't, it wasn't the, the, the three to six months, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, I think back then, you know, on hindsight, I could have a bit more discipline and just said I couldn't touch the money, but I, I had less than the money I should have. Um, but then again, you know, I, I, I received a fair amount of severance, right? Yep. I was with the company for some time. Yep. Uh, and fortunately, this amount allowed me to fulfill my financial obligations during the time where, you know, I had no income, mm. right? Um, so after I got laid off, you know, you know that when when the news hits you, sometimes you, um, you get you to a state of shock. You know, yep, uh, and 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 what you need to do, you wanted to do was, uh, you you had no idea, right? Yep. Especially when you're in your first job, you're like, you have no other exposure yet. You have to, you're like what twenty eight years you? old, maybe yeah. almost twenty eight. Yeah, I think you're twenty eight. <coughs> right around there. Yeah, twenty eight, twenty nine. And um, and then you know, I I couldn't land another job, yep. right? Uh, a few months later, yep. so. Uh, in mid twenty sixteen, mm, right? Correct. I I met two other co founders, right? We set up a new startup. Yeah. Uh, so I used some of my savings as initial capital, uh, yeah. for my first startup. So you started the business right after the laid off. After correct? the laid off, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I was thinking about was why should I depend on someone yep. for fixed income, correct, right? Correct. 
uh, and the good thing was my two co-founders were gracious enough to allow me to take a small salary there. Yep, right? yep, definitely. Uh, it wasn't a lot. Mm. It was enough for survival, mm. right? I think we were we were all right with it. We were we all were, right. We we survived, right? <laughs> survive. That's a good word, right? Uh, and then a few months after we set up uh, our startup. Yes. Uh, uh, my his we, wife got pregnant. Yes, which is you, right? <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so uh, many businesses were flowing. So, I mean, it it was it was like a bittersweet feeling. Right? Yep, yep. We were. I mean, it was happy. We were happy because we were yeah. we remained trying. Correct, right? correct. Uh, and then uh, you know the the bitterness comes from the fact that you know you the money you, you, part you, you, there's some uncertainty correct when it comes to you know the financials. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, a few months into my startup, there was also a period where I did not draw a salary. Yep. Right. I said, and but you know financial obligations still go, still go on, 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 right? You still yeah. have to pay for you know the roof over your head, All pay right. for the food, yeah. you know family expenses and so on, right? Yeah. So I was drawing down on my uh, emergency fund, right. right? And basically, I depleted my savings at the end of it, yeah. right? Uh, in fact, when the time came for our, our son's birth, yeah. right, then I was trying to figure out, you know, how to pay for that, right? Correct. So I, I remember I, take, I took up a loan mm. uh, on my credit card, yep. right? Uh, at least the good thing was that back then they didn't charge... Uh, a very high interest rate. In fact, mm. it was an interest-free loan, mm. right? I just had to pay a small amount admin fee for that, and then repay it over six months. Correct. And basically, I had to plan, you know, how much mm. money I can I can take out from my future month's expenditure. And for the repayment repay, as well. For the repayment, mm. yeah. Uh, and it was quite painful, you know, yep. back then because uh, I don't usually borrow from people. Correct. I'm not the type to do that, and to have to borrow money for something that is uh, an obligation as a father is uh, very painful for me back then yep right uh, so it was a really trying time right uh, my, my startup was running out of runway you know uh, basically the amount that we took home just enough for survival right Correct. it was spent on mortgage remember right. we, yep. we we don't have CPF yes anymore then, right it was everything out. from cash cash on, on HDB cash, yes uh, and I wasn't working because I was trying to you know um, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> gave birth. I was trying to give birth. I gave birth already. What's it called? Maternity leave. Yeah. Oh, you, you want paid maternity leave? I was right? okay. I was on paid okay. maternity leave. Yes, I forgot about so that. So there was there was the one little glimmer of light, right? Uh, but we had zero savings, yes. right? So it came to a point where I really prayed that nothing the house broke because we were definitely not prepared for for, repair for, anything. for anything at all, right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but actually. We, Come to think of it, we were really fortunate, yeah. right? Because we had, uh, you know, supportive parents. Yes, correct. Uh, very supportive in-laws. in-laws well, yeah. Then, you know, my wife was super understanding, uh, right? Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Awkward, awkward so, silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, when 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 the, the startup didn't uh, do very well, uh-huh. right? Uh, but I think it's still alive. Uh, it, it, it was, you know, just uh, put on, you know... Uh, it was just uh, being kept alive by yes, one correct. of my founders, right? And, okay. and I, I actually left to join one of my other co-founders yep. uh, in his other company, yep. right? Things got a little better because, uh, you know, I started to have a bit more stability correct. when it comes to the finance part. Yep. So so this, that was like uh, one of the... Most, the most trying time of our life. Most trying time of my life, right? Yeah. Uh, I hope that will remain the most trying time of my <laughs> life, right? Yes, <laughs> I, I remember, okay, I actually remember one of the trying times, right? I know out of all the things that happened in our life, uh, the only one, the one point that I realized that we were really in deep trouble, right, 
was when I asked you, do you want to go JB? Because you always go JB every week. Alright? And then that day he said, no. Uh, I don't think I have the funds to go JB. Or rather, I shouldn't be spending my money to go JB. And that's my like, oh my gosh. We can't already, we can't even go to Joho where the currency is times three. So, you know, that, that's where I knew that we are really in quite a situation. Lah. But yeah, that was that was my most uh, unforgettable time. Okay, now I know my priority in life is JB. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, but apart from that, yeah, so like I said, uh, many of times people see, or I mean, see our lifestyles or whatever for, for, for the good. But whatever challenges we have, I think only we truly, truly know. And of course, our parents lah, were with us yeah. at the point of time, right? Both our parents as well. So yeah, I mean for for everything, every every pretty things that you see out there, for every unicorn, you know that the fast flowers, and you know see all the rainbows out there, right? There will always be something that you would not know about, and I think this is one of the more open sharing that we have ever done. Okay, but you know with all these lessons that uh, that we have personally learned, and I think he always tell me fit. I want to be prepared. You know, I want to be prepared. Uh, I want to be someone who is very prepared. You no, know, he always used the word prepared. Um, so. How do you define, right? Like, you know, financially prepared? Right? How would you define? Okay. So, if you were to ask me this question, right? Uh. Like, like, maybe when I first started yes. working about 10 years ago, mm. I don't have the answer. Right? Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have the answer. I, I, I knew we had to save, uh. but I had no idea for what. Because we haven't gone through like, enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, today, right, uh. with the little bit of experience that we went, you know, we gained a bit of wisdom. Something I realized, right, is that the world today is a lot more volatile than we think it is. I know, right? Uh, anything can really happen. Yes. So you, you always need to have emergency money mm. that you can easily access, mm. right? Easily being the operative word, mm. right? Now, this is typically about three to six months of your expenses, right? Correct. I like to keep six months. Some people maybe think three months is enough for them. Me? Right? <laughs> okay. uh, now, to make it easily accessible, right, uh-huh. you should put it uh, in a place where it remains highly liquid, mm-hmm. right? So don't put it in a high-risk investment, right? Liquid like bank accounts, right? Yes. Correct. Or don't lock it up in something Fix else. Fixed that kind of Yeah, financial right? instrument where mm. you, you, you're you going to be at the losing end. Correct, right? or, correct. You, or it causes you financial penalties in order mm. to draw down the money. Mm. Right? Um, so if you don't know where to put it, right? Like what, what Fit says, right? Yep. Put your money uh, where it's principally safe, mm-hmm. right? And it's highly liquid. Mm. You can put it in the bank. Yep. Right? Uh, I think putting in a bank is is safe, right? Don't put it in a in in under my routine, no, or under your pillow, yeah. right? You never know what's gonna happen, right? Some, yeah. Maybe hey, people maybe, burn their house, you know, and the money is gone. Eh? You see, literally, right? Burn money. Yeah, burn money, or you know, maybe you get robbed one day. That's oh, even yeah. worse, right? Correct, Touch wood, correct. right? Uh, and then the other thing about you know being prepared for this is that you need to always have this mindset of mm. saving the money first before you spend, mm. right? Uh, and how to have this proper, you know, uh, discipline, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in order to help yourself, right, uh, to have this discipline is you open and a savings account that is separate for your expense account, mm-hmm. right? And then, right, the money that you have inside there, mm-hmm. make sure mm-hmm. that when you go out shopping, <laughs> you can't access that money. Hey, but alright, okay? no, I'm serious, uh, not all about fast transfer. How do you ensure... <laughs> 
Okay, then he's gonna roll my eyes. I hit roll his eyes beside me. Okay. <laughs> maybe I need to set. Maybe I need to start a new startup to help people save, right? So it's something that makes it difficult for you to access the money. But when you need the money, the money is there. Ah, I roll. But you know the truth is right. You know how he find that he find a bank account with one of the poorest a digital banking. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> don't don't name the bank lah. Huh? But the bank is a poorest digital <laughs> banking. He cannot transfer the app not so good. <laughs> Actually, they have fast, you know. They, they have fast lah. They have fast. Uh, but the but I, <laughs> I I made sure that I don't have uh, uh, an ATM card. I right? guess. Oh, I don't have a debit card on that account at all. Basically, it's a fully digital account. Yeah. The only way for me to get money out is through a fast transfer, right? Yeah. And then and then if <laughs> if if you still have a problem with with ensuring discipline, then please maybe set your fast transfer limit to a low amount. True. Right. Uh, and then. Maybe don't install the iBanking app on your phone. <laughs> I think I think right? that helps. Right? You know, like yeah. I have one bank that I don't really open, right? Yeah. But when I need it, I have to call the bank for the uh, password see, every single time. So this is this is basically you know, uh, securing the money by obscurity. Yeah, right? it's by forgetting all your passwords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so, really bad. So it's it's this is bad advice, by the way, guys. <laughs> so be thankful so, that some banks have poor digital banking. Okay, yeah. this is to help you as well. Yeah. Uh, so 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 now you're saving the money, yeah, already, right? Yeah. You know, you you put in a bank or, yeah. or whichever liquid instruments, right? There are, there are a few different ways to go about it. Um, so there will re- there will come a moment where you have uh, set aside your full emergency funds. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it takes some people one yep. whole year Correct. to do it, right? Correct. Because you know. You, you need to save some part of money, you know, so to save six months, you need to probably take one year, mm. right? Uh, after that, you can look into uh, the excess for growth, yep. right? So basically then, now you have money that you are set aside, prepared, right? And basically, you're not as worried as you are when, you know, uh, emergencies happen. Then you can start looking into growing your portfolio, preparing for retirement, mm. uh, and, and so on and so forth. Right? Correct. Yeah. I think the the key thing I really got is that I think uh, for for those who are younger, uh, I think being prepared it makes bit it might be a bit difficult because you don't really know what you exactly are preparing for, but as life goes on, you know, if you're aging people like us, you realize that there are some things that I mean there are things that you need to prepare for lah. Like for example, retrenchment, um, aging parents, children, house breakdown, emotional breakdown. It they were different lah. Um, yeah lah. All the breakdowns that you can think of, alright? Yeah. So that that's what it is of being prepared. Um and I, I think it, it took up quite a bit of lessons for us. I think two years of two years worth of lessons. I think one and a half. Mm-hmm. One and a half it, years of lessons. It was a long time. Yeah. It was a long time. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm 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 glad, Alhamdulillah. Alright, so but last but not least, you know, imagine if you're if it's not me lah, because mm-hmm. I always ask you this question, right? What would you say to someone who wants to start managing their cash flow? Probably because uh, it always starts from the cash flow. You see, bigger amounts. You know, you talk about putting money aside. Everything it can be systemized, but cash flow is something that is in your wallet, in your bank. As long as there's money, you'll be tempted to spend, right? So, how would you, you know, say to someone who wants to start managing their cash flow properly? Okay, um, I think the the most important thing about managing your cash flow is knowing where your money goes, mm. right? Uh. But it's going to be difficult for someone who hasn't done this and starting okay. off, right? Yep. So, uh, please don't go and download, you know, a budget app and then, you know, say, okay, today I spent $3.50 really on, yeah. on coffee. Don't uh, yeah. It's, it's uh. going to be uh, a bit demoralizing, yeah, right? Okay. So, so, most people, they will start that off, you know, they, they put in a lot of things. After three days, they start putting in only the, the, the 
everything. So yes. you know, maybe maybe they put one whole lump sum. Correct, correct. Day. After one week, they stop using it. Mm. Right? Mm. Because it's it's a habit that's very hard to form if you're not used to it. Correct. So maybe the first thing that you want to do, right, as a first step is to just first start budgeting. Mm-hmm. Allocate the money first. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you allocate the money, then you know where the money is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. At the end of the month, you can go and check. Did mm-hmm. the money go where it's supposed to go? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. If it's not, then you can adjust. True. Right? So this is the first step. It's a very small step, but it's a very important step, mm-hmm. right? Once you know where the money goes, you can adjust mm. your expenditure and your habits accordingly. Ah, okay. so no apps, ah? Uh, <laughs> depends, right? Depends, right? Yeah. Like if you if, if you are very disciplined, I think that's okay. Yeah, true, true. But if you find it challenging, right, yeah. and then I I would suggest just go easy, right? Ah. go simple first. Figure out where the money is going. Bit by bit, lah. Bit by bit, okay. like one step at a time. Yeah. See, I told you, this is the extreme opposites because I track my input very, very closely because, you know, I'm self-employed, right? So every month is a different input for me, different income. For him, he tracks his output as as, as crazy as I track my input, okay? So the compliment is, is amazing. Right, I'm just praising my own marriage in the podcast. Okay, so but thank you very much, Alec, for for Welcome. sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I hope that this this whole entire episode uh will help those who initially have you know who wants to make some changes like for example it's just starting small about managing your cash flow and budgeting, um or rather for especially for those who are getting married or those who are married with kids want to know what exactly should they be preparing for and what are you know what are the thought process what's the mindset to go to. Uh, when it comes to managing your finances, lah. Alright, I think it's a it's a learning journey every day. Uh, for me, it's always a learning of having a continuous, uh, continual good habits. Alright. Now, for 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 my husband, for example, he's looking at more opportunities outside as well because he's internally he's already you know prepared in some ways or another. Alright, but most importantly, uh, whatever we do, uh, I think long story short, he always always share with things like just don't spend outside your means, lah. And I always remember that as well. Correct. Yes. <laughs> See? It's like, yes. Don't buy that back. Okay? Uh, <laughs> so, alright. Thank you very much for coming today. And here's the end of the podcast. Goodbye, everyone.